Alphabet Flight Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with the guests, talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is Rick. Hi! How are you? I'm doing fine. Um, I definitely have... Actually, you know what? I had a pretty bad childhood as well. I don't know why I was going to go in that direction, but uh, I definitely do, did not have a father as bad as this character's. Are you sure? I'm sure. Yeah. Are do you know he he might secretly be a scientist? No, I don't think he is. Um, I also <laughs> definitely was not left multiple times alone when my parents were going literally across time and space with no promise of them coming back. You know, uh, once again, I'm going. I don't know your childhood, but I'm going to disagree with you. You don't know you, you. Your parents might have gone on these fabulous adventures and maybe just chloroformed you. Have you ever thought about that? Hmm. Maybe I don't know. Well, like, were you ever were you ever left with a family full of like you know four other kids that watched you all the time? Uh, kind of actually. Did Did your parents ever build you a robot nanny to take care of you? No. Um, well, uh, we're gonna, I'm just gonna rip off this bandaid. Um, we are gonna be talking <laughs> about Tattletale, aka Franklin Richards, aka one of my favorite Marvel characters. Uh, like, aka ever. God. Yes. Um, so, uh, I mentioned this beforehand, and, uh, Jeff, I think you, not Jeff, nope. sorry, I keep on saying you, you, Jeff. You did it again, you Rick, did it again. I'm sorry, I keep on saying, don't say Jeff. But sorry. So, so Rick, I think you would also, I think you would enjoy this. I think you're the type of nerd who would enjoy this. Um, there is a, an essay that takes that, um, from, and I'll get the, I'll get, I'll get it to you, but there's basically this essay. Whatever. It's like a kind of like a almost like a it's a very it's formatted in such a way that it looks like a crazy person's website. But what it is is it's it's a issue by issue cover cover of each individual uh Fantastic Four okay. uh, comics from the sixties all the way to th- 2015 at the end of Hickman's run. Okay. And they break it down in such a way where they not only go after what what was happening, they also cross-reference like what might have been the inspiration for it was drawn. And they also go after the zeitgeist of like basically what was happening in the real world and kind of right. compare stuff as that. And um, there's also an essay on there about like Franklin. Franklin Richards is actually the god of the Marvel Universe, which is why, the, which is why like all the big characters that he's around all the time don't die and they don't seem to age and the characters that aren't he doesn't know about tend to actually die and age <laughs> and it makes sense to me i i can totally buy and, that. and i'm not saying it well but it's very well documented and it's a thing that made me love him even more because it's basically this tiny god who's kind of scared of his own power so he always makes himself you know not as powerful Okay, I I I like the theory behind it, and it makes a lot more sense for a lot of other things. But at the same time, I I also do like the fact that there just is this character in the Marvel universe who is so dear God off the charts powerful, and he's a little kid, and it's just it's just a thing. Uh, Dan Slott actually allowed him to be a teenager. 
Yes, he did. And uh, he was the re- he's one of the forces behind rebuilding the Marvel Universe. He literally creates yes. a pocket universe, and then it says like, "Hey, Molecule Man, put stuff in this." And uh, that's and 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 there you go. You have you have the God building the architect of Franklin Richards, and you have Molecule Man injecting it with his seed. That went dirty. I apologize. So yeah, so he's basically a tiny god, and yes. um, he seems for a long time he was perpetually a tiny child. Um, yes, yes, he was, especially at this time, uh, which yep. is mid uh, mid eighties. Uh, he goes by Tattletale at this point. Um, and why does he go by Tattletale? Because um, technically, he's not supposed to be on a superhero team because his dad is a really bad man who wants to bring him down and not allow him to explore his uh his powers his godlike powers um it's it's along those lines it's along those lines i'm gonna just blame reed richards as being a bad dad because he he is you are you are he's also just a bad person in general now now i i'm i'm gonna go ahead i'm gonna just interrupt you right here because i i know this is your show but you did but you did invite me on the show because my show is Unpacking the Power of Power Pack, and we are reading this period of time in the lives of Power Pack and Tattletale or Reed, or Franklin Richards because he has kind of joined the team officially for them, but his parents have no clue about this. So I, I've got a, and since we are currently reviewing this time period, I can give some pretty good backstory on what's going on, and I, probably a lot of a. Uh, Probably a lot of guesses as to why this is going on, too. Uh, At the point in time, I think it was uh, John Byrne that was writing the Fantastic Four, and kind of one of the things that they didn't know what to do a lot of times with the character is they've got this little kid running around the Fantastic Four, and they have to do something with him. And, okay, he's being babysat, he's being babysat, blah, blah, blah. Oh, we're staying at the Avengers Mansions. Oh, Jarvis, can you please watch our child? Now, having the parents of... Reed Richards, Mr. Fantastic, and Sue Richards, the Invisible Woman, you have two people who have been bombarded with radiation, and so when they had a child, their child is a mutant, because, yeah. (laughs) Uh, One thing that I want to bring up, uh, Mm because I did remember this correctly, Uh, when after M-Day, there was was an event called Decimation, Mm -hmm. um, which was after Wanda No More Mutant people um yep and uh so there was 198 mutants left yes for for a long time there's no more mutants being born and then they re then they undid that with hope summers and then you know we have another million mutants that i remembered as a child is there in the paperback and now in the paper trade paperback there was like a file like the files basically like a kind of a short description like is this mutant a threat and stuff like that yeah. of the people who are protecting the last 198 so mutants won't go extinct and mm-hmm. i remembered very distinctly reading that rich that uh franklin richards was on that list i'm just like and and it came to my mind the other day did he get lucky or did he just like no, this isn't happening. And then, <laughs> then, you know, kept his mutant powers. I want to imagine he was just like, he felt it, like they're leeching away. I'm just like, no, that's not happening. Leave me or let go. Leave me? 
take take that person's power. No, it's not going to be me. It's going to be somebody else. It, I, that's what I imagine, anyway. So, yeah, around this time, I was trying to find something to show you, and I'll look for it later on, but it was around this time that the uh, Fantastic Four went off on to, started going off on one of their adventures. Oh, we should mention, too, that when Franklin was born, his father realized he was a mutant. He was a mutant of incredible powers. So he did what any other good father would do if he was a mad scientist, and he put blocks on his child to stunt the mutant power growth. And the fun thing about that is he realized there was blocks, and he just made himself an adult to get around those blocks, because they're just supposed to block children block. And it was real fun, because like he couldn't go in his containment suit anymore, so it just kind of popped off, and then... And then and then Reed was just like, oh, okay, I don't know what to do now. <laughs> As he was, you know, going through his, you know, four and five-year-olds, he start he starts to have uh, dreams when he's about five years old. And as he's having these dreams, he he starts to realize that these dreams are coming true. So he starts having these really fantastic dreams about um the about these aliens coming and these ships and all these weird things about these kids. And he starts to go really nuts and crazy about all of this. And he starts seeing these other kids with these weird powers and that's the power pack. And so he, they have this crossover kind of thing where he shows up in the power packs book and he starts going on some adventures with them. He, his parents are out of town the Avengers are watching him. Jarvis is in charge of him. Jarvis loses him at a playground. His parents are the Fantastic Four. Jarvis loses his par- or Jarvis loses his kid, and he doesn't call the FBI. <laughs> but it's about this point in time he joins up with Power Pack. They give him an honorary costume, and he's part of the team. And it, his powers start to grow a little bit until it becomes aware that you know he can see things that are happening in the future and he knows when th- when bad things are going to happen and it's because of this power where he can see bad things happening in the future that Katie Power gives him the nickname of Tattletale and she does it as an insult and he accepts it as his superhero name because I think he's like four at this time four or five yes he is four he's four because Katie's five at that time and I also, apologize also the only time that like my love for Katie Wade is whenever she makes fun of Franklin because I love Franklin that much <laughs> The, the first couple of issues where Franklin shows up, uh, Katie's an absolute beast to him. But it's so much fun watching them bicker back and forth. And 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 I can I can excuse it after that first two runs where they're bickering. It's kind of like a brother and sister thing. And really, Franklin needs it because until Valerie comes along, his, his sister magically appears. He, he's an only child. And actually, even when Val is there, it's not like he's really got a sister because <laughs> she's way too smart. But Katie is is more or less his real sister, and their bickering and fighting back and forth is just awesome. So the you were talking about the mutant thing, and the thing I sent you in the in there is the registration act ad, where it's the it's nineteen eighty seven. Do you know what your children are? And this is a house ad that was done by John. Yeah, John Bogdano. Yeah. Um. And it's it's the three kids, you know, normal looking kids, and then there's 
Franklin Richards in his tattletale outfit with Muti written on the top. Which which I would like to remind people, um, Muti is uh, supposed to be a slur against mutants. Now, sometimes yeah. I'll break it out because I generally don't like a lot of the way X-Men go, so, you know. Yeah. But it's it's basically just like going up to a kid and calling him a racial slur. Yes. <laughs> but I love this because it's Franklin Richards probably one of the most famous children of a superhero in his power pack uniform that his parents don't know about being labeled a mutie. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty good. Franklin is one of those characters that shows up a lot, um, mostly in the background. Now, one of the, th- one of the ones that I think officially kind of put him up like one of the acts like that sorry one of the stories that kind of put him on the path he's on now where he's kind of actually allowed to grow up and mm-hmm. use his powers and be the god that he is um mm-hmm. happen, actually happened in fear itself um okay. basically uh ben Grimm was taken over by one of the evil hammers uh-huh and thor who was dead at the time like got got loose from hell was just like what it was just like yo i'm gonna throw Mjolnir through his chest and kill him and then and then he went to basically turn on one of the other ones, be like, I liked him. What am I going to do to you? <laughs> so basically. Um, and there's a very distinct panel. It cuts away completely from the action where Val, well, Valeria and Franklin get Herbie to carry the thing into a building. And Franklin says, dad doesn't like it when I use my powers like this, but I don't want it. I don't want to see him gone. And he basically just makes Ben Grimm back alive after having a hole in his chest and being dead, no soul. <laughs> and yep. and that's just like one one little thing that happened, never really mentioned, just a thing that happened. And then Hickman was just like, hey, you know Galactus? Well, um, he's Franklin's herald in the future. And also they're besties. Yeah. And no, 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 it's it's not... Franklin is no, sorry, the herald no, no. of Galactus. Herald, they're like Galactus is his herald. Yes, and and also also a thing that uh, makes me like tear up. And honestly, I'm kind of glad they changed Galactus back. Is a uh, future Franklin because he's a god will never die. We'll be able to live through everything, and we'll probably be a yeah. fixture in the universe from now on. Um, from which is which is interesting because. One of the first appearances of older Franklin was all the way back in 1981 with X-Men, Uncanny X-Men 141 and 142, Days of Future Past, where in the future, he is the boyfriend of Rachel Summers. Yes, and he doesn't use his powers, but that's a, um alternate future. Alternate, alternate timeline. timeline, yeah. But, but just, just, just wrap your head around that, though, for a second. What would the children of Rachel Summers and Franklin Richards be like? <laughs> I don't want to think about that right now. And that was when the new Eternity was born. <laughs> Basically, Hickman was just like, you know who I like a lot as characters? Dr. Doom, Valeria, and free and franklin he loves those characters which means i love him even well, yeah. more because those happen to be some of my favorite characters <laughs> so well yeah 
And you're also talking about two characters that can go toe-to-toe with Doom and basically sit him in his place. Well, Valeria literally is just, like, one of the only people that Doctor Doom respects because, like, she adopted him as her uncle because she felt more, like more in line with him which also yeah. me which oh my god i can't wait for future comics where like they finally age out like the fantastic four and like they're the leaders they yeah. have to do it's it it's getting there it's getting there really they fast. have to at some point yeah. like uh, but uh but yeah definitely um but at in the future Galactus and uh, Franklin become real good friends. Franklin just mm-hmm. basically is just like, hey, you know all that energy you need? Have it. I can literally do anything. So you never have to yeah. eat again. And uh, there's a really touching scene where like Galan, well, he calls him Galan because by his name, uh, but Galactus and him <laughs> are just kind of... It's Galactus to you. It's Galan to yeah, me. Yeah, Galan. <laughs> but yeah, but Galactus, but Galactus and him are just kind of like waiting for the big crunch to happen. At the end of the universe, it's just like, I went through this before. It's so cold and quiet. It's just like, don't worry, man. You have, you have, I'm, I'm here with you in this time. <laughs> and it's just like, oh. <laughs> and it's just like, and, and also, and also, um, and also because Groot is a tree, basically, who can live for yeah. pretty much ever because he can kind of just butt off. He also becomes really good friends with Groot in the future, who's just a tree, <laughs> basically. And it's just like he pops up. He like people. I like he's being used like really well. I think in the current run of Fantastic Four with Dan uh-huh. Slott. Um, yeah, yeah. They're yeah. acknowledging that he's a tiny god. Um, I liked. I liked how they used them both in FF, the Future Foundation. Yeah, yeah. Future Foundation is also a really good run. He's uh, number five. Yes, um, and Valer uh, Val six. Val six. So. You know, um, and then Alex is seven. Yeah, yeah Alex is Alex seven. Is yeah. seven, and he's in there too. He was brought in, and then at the end of things, when they the new Fantastic Four run, when they come back, Alex Powers is two things happen. To Alex Powers there. One is they go back out to see if they can find Molecule Man and leave Fantastic Four and, and the kids and our Fantastic Four Val and and Franklin Richards there, but also Reed puts him in charge of the Future Foundation. And says that he's going to push forward all of Alex's work, and he's going to be basically be a doctor. So it's Doctor Powers now. So that all happened. But yeah, uh, Franklin Richards, you, you've got so many different touch points with different characters. I mean, his best friend in Future Foundation is Leech. Um, he is friends with you know through the Fantastic Four. He knows everybody. He's been raised by most of the Avengers. Uh, they're kind of his godparents. Um, You've got the X-Men connection, you know, that kind of touches here and there. Uh, the Fantastic Four versus X-Men run from the 1980s. There's a very touching scene, actually, between him and Kitty Pride. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he has, he has kind of, like, always been the adorable kid that everybody in the Marvel Universe just likes. Yeah, and also, a one another thing that is very interesting, and I always like it, is, like, Franklin is a kid in the Marvel yes. Universe who really likes Spider-Man, 
who happens to be yeah. one of the best friends of Johnny Storm, and he's so crestfallen every single time. Like, just like, yeah, I get to see Spider Man. It's just like, what? <laughs> like, he just like wants that <laughs> approval so much. But, and and I think they've mostly done a good job because they've given him all this power and all this godness, but he's always still come across as a good kid. He's he's such a sweet child. Yes. Uh, and it's and that's one of the things. Like uh he doesn't like using his powers like to manipulate no. things that much. Like uh in the Hickman run before it took a really long break. Um like the, like basically he was it was he was having like nightmares and it was literally creating it will it was nightmares induced by nightmare <laughs> yeah uh which is a person we talked about a- and it was basically creating a portal to the nightmare world uh where we where, where uh reed was just like uh instead of just dealing with this i'm just gonna put the portal in a box which of course of course opened. and um basically like kind of like pandora's box and and because like because of all this stuff like they were getting more and more powerful boosted by franklin and like it took his mother being like, I need you to stop this. <laughs> like, like I need you to like take care of this before like and and like and like he kept on like refusing because like he doesn't like that. But like then his mom gets her, he's just like, stop. And then all of a sudden everything's okay. Like yeah. literally just like that like the whole buildup was just gone just because like it's just like apparently he doesn't like his dad that much because his dad was getting hurt too, but it took his mom getting hurt. But of course. <laughs> yeah. I, I think I think that it's uh I think it's very complicated. I think it's something that they finally worked out once you know they started to accept that Franklin and Val are both kids that have powers and they can they can take care of themselves. Um, but I think it's always been a bit of a stretch, especially early on with the character of mommy and daddy are always gone. They're always leaving me. And I think that's another thing that tied them close with power pack was he was able to have a normal life. It was, it was couched in the, he's with kids that are normal, but they're not his peers. They're are, are, let me take that back. He's with kids that look normal and that his parents think are his peers and they're normal kids, and he's got a normal life, and they've got no problem at all with him hanging out with these normal kids. But then it comes out that, yeah, you know what? They've got powers, and it's the fact that they have powers, and they're and they're not known to have powers, that they are more like his peers, because they can understand him and deal with his own powers and their powers. They can have adventures together, and yet at the same time, he still gets more of that realistic family life at home, hanging out with the powers. Uh, it's a weird dynamic that worked really well back then with the with the comic strip or with the comic book and his dealing with the power kids, which I think is part of the part of what makes him grow up into where he's at now. So realistic and so believable. Well, like he is a very believable, like kind of like lanky, like unsure kid, like teenager, teenager right now. Sure. And I think that's where he should have been for, for first off, longer. But, but like, he's being accepted by his father. <laughs> like, I think that's probably part of it as well. Because, like, Sue Storm always seemed to be a little bit more supportive. The way that, uh, that Reed always interacted with him, like, he always seemed to be, like, trying to, re- like, not reject, like, restrict him. Like, you always seem to, like, I don't think, I think this might be me putting a little bit more into it, but he always seemed, maybe not scared, but, like, 
looking forward into the future, like maybe not trusting. Yeah, I can see that. I can um, see that. And and like like Franklin like literally had celestials run away from him. <laughs> like like I and I understand that to a certain point, but like but like it's so many things could be kind of linked to him. Like yeah. some avert, some avert. Now, now I want to get into some of the some of the stuff that I like I read as a kid that was just like, sure. you know. So one of so one of the things that might have been a manifestation of of Franklin when he wasn't allowed to be a superhero was Zero Man. He's basically basically it was did not show up a lot. Showed up in 19, okay. say 1998 annual. And it's basically a living conduit of the like negative zone and it looks kind of like eternity. Okay. I have a feeling eternity probably doesn't like Franklin that much. Well, I think eternity realizes that at the end that there will probably will come a day when Franklin will replace eternity. <laughs> I mean, really dress for the job you want, I guess, because the, what else are you going to be if you're Franklin Richards? You've already kind of a god in creating universes. It's about time you just are universe. Also, this isn't like made. Well, okay, sorry. First off, I need to talk about a one really bad one. Um, he showed up as uh, Psylord, basically like the yeah. gritty, <laughs> the gritty future version of him. Where I don't want to talk about Psylord. move it along uh i'm just glad um and then there this isn't proven but this person makes a very good case for it i sent you the link to the page um so there is a theory this person puts down a theory that actually century like the superman like equivalent one yeah, of the yeah, super, yeah. like might have been a manifestation of him wanting to be a superhero okay and makes sense at, like they don't go that way completely but it, there is did evi- not evidence per se but there is definitely something you can say now i th- i don't think you could say it now cuz they do century is a um century is a uh, First off, he has his own miniseries, like five-issue miniseries, and they kind of flesh him out a little bit more. But for a long time, it was kind of a mystery, <laughs> like why he even showed up and why he exists and why is he so powerful. <laughs> <laughs> um, and and also like and also like you also see him. Um, there's also a um, you also see him like kind of de-age. Again, after like you know, he was like eight, and then he was like DH eight and stuff like that, and um, and now he's a teenager. Basically, he's a teenager. They're yep. allowing him to like grow up, and I'm hoping they continue to allow him to grow up because I do want to see the legacy of the Fantastic Four be like patched on, pat passed on to him and Val. First off, I love Val. Val is amazing. Um. We won't get to talk about her in this one because she. No, no, we won't get to talk about her in this one. 
because I don't think she was even a twinkle in the eye. That that well, the, we can go into deep, deep, yeah, deep dark hole on on that yeah. one. But uh, but she is basically as smart, if not smarter, than uh, Mister Fantastic at age four. Yes. Um, she has a. She seems to be more aligned with how Doctor Doom works than her father. And the way, and I like the idea of having like this very gray, super intelligent child, like gray morality, super intelligent child with this very sweet godlike person. <laughs> it's going to make for something really interesting. Yes, it and will. I'm, yes, and I'm hoping, will. I'm hoping in my lifetime, they let Sue and Reed step down. Yes. At some point. And then them just like, kind of allow like maybe it would probably like what do you think okay so let's just um let's like fantasy book this okay sure I, they, there has been like in the m2 mu2 universe they have had you know stuff but like let's say main marvel universe who do you think would be make up the new fantastic four let's say in like 10 let's say like 10 15 years from now they they're done with reed sue johnny and and thing they step down they all have like kids and whatnot and they just pass it on like who do you think would be because like i because th- i'm think I'm, I'm i'm getting it i'm i'm it's going to be franklin hear me out on this is going to be franklin uh alex powers i can see that happening um i think val would be on the ah, team molly hayes Ooh. I want that. See, because, okay, because, like, okay, because I think you can do, okay, so I think Val, I think Val would be on the team. No, no, I hang on to okay, Val, hang okay. on to Val for a second here. We have Frank Richards, Alex Power, um, Molly Hayes, and uh, I'm going to mess up the name, Iowa from X-Men. She's got the power of fire and, and uh, ice. Is she the um Catholic? Girl. Yes, 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 oh, yes, yes. Oh, yeah, from the new mu- the Hope Summers New Mutants run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. I have her. I like her because she would be she would be a good person, kind of the Johnny Storm replacement. Now you asked about Val. Val's the new Doctor Doom. See, I like the idea. I like the idea of Val being like the on the edge of being evil. Thus, the new Doctor Doom. Yeah, yeah. I can imagine that as well. Where where she basically is is, it's not even fighting against her brother. It's just that she sees the bigger picture. He doesn't get it, and that's where the conflict lies. Yes. Well, I think I think if I'm gonna if I'm gonna fantasy book this, and this is gonna come out of, this is gonna be fairly straightforward, and this is me yeah. just putting characters I like on the same team. So oh, for no, this. No, I gotcha. So I think it's going to be Frank Franklin. Uh, by the way, I hate that John uh, that John Burns made him want to be called Frank. I hate it so much. Um I don't know why. See and, and I'm I'm at the point in time in Power Pack where he's insisting on it, so that's why I'm trying to teach myself to call him Frank. I hate it so much. I got gotcha. you. I understand. <laughs> so, I understand. I don't know why. Like cuz like considering like if I ever get like a little girl or whatever, I want to name her Francis yeah. and I'm going to only call her Frank. <laughs> but I don't know why I hate it with Franklin. But um but yeah, so it's gonna be Franklin Val and uh it's gonna be and okay, so it's gonna be Alex, but it's yeah. gonna be the power packs version of Alex. 
instead of instead of just like G powers. Oh yeah, he has yeah, all no, the it's, powers. It's, no, no, uh, yeah, I don't. Yo, you want him to have all the powers? I want him to have all the powers, or maybe m- oh, maybe one. So or you two. want the the power the power, power packs? House. Yeah, power power. I liked Powerhouse better than power pa- he's packs, technically power Franklin house, yeah. is called Powerhouse right now. Oh, that's so, right. Yeah, that's I can't right. do that. But yeah, so the power packs version of it, and and he would be he'd actually be the strength person. Now, now what I'm saying that is he, the anti-grav powers and stuff. So he's the one that does all the like heavy lifting and stuff mm-hmm. out of it. And uh, see the last, see, I just went to the three, I think. Okay. So I'm going to pull a, f- I'm, I'm going to pull this off out from okay. a very bad run a fantastic four, but Kristoff. Doctor Doom's son. Oh. <laughs> I have him on the team. And have him on the team. <laughs> okay, sure. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. So, like, you okay. get a nice melding of their history and everything. All right. And you would have All this, right. and like, it would be, it would be, um, and instead of being like a, I would want them to still be like interdimensional travelers and stuff like that and like all that stuff, but they just don't need fancy technology for half of it. <laughs> like, like one of the things that I wanted, so like I I maybe would take out take out Kristoff. Like I want who would be who would be good because like because if you're going with the if you're going with the oh. general team, here you go. Here here's a wild card for okay. you. Um, Ben Grimm and Alicia just got married, right? Yeah, yeah and they canonically they do have kids in a lot of the futures. That look like All little right. Ben Grimm's. Then let's let's just go ahead. Let's go ahead and throw that in there. We're just going to say that the thing, uh, Ben or Ben Grimm's child. That's the fourth member. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can do that. Um, I mean, we don't know. We don't know what that child is yet, but we'll say that there's a child and go with it. Yeah. Um, yeah, we can do that. Or or mostly because you don't. I would like Molly Hayes. That would be really good. But and that was just a random poll. I was looking for somebody who I could see being the the thing replacement. Molly, and Molly, Molly Hayes, Hayes is the right age. Molly Hayes would be really good as a replacement. Also, psionic super strength is one of my favorite versions of super strength. Yeah, like it's such an interesting way to be like, yeah, she's strong. Like, no, she literally wills herself to be stronger. I I do have to say though, I do have to say though, I really I dislike the uh, power packs idea I, with Alex. I see. I, I see. I like the thing is though, is like, you're almost never going to get like almost any of the other power pack members. Um, you had Julie <sighs> over in runaways for a while for, yeah, but like she, she's kind of just, you did, you do get, you do get mm-hmm. Julie, but you won't ever really get Jack. I've, I got a, I got a couple of stories in mind for, how they can bring Power Pack back now. I want to see it happen. I want Katie Powers back. I just want yeah. her back. If they could just bring Katie Powers back, that's fine. I want I want to see them. I because I want to see Al or I was saying Jack now because I think Jack finally is going to be getting it now. He's going to be at the right age and he, he's going to be very interesting. I've I've even got a story about what he's doing now. I don't know. I think Alex would definitely be on the team though. 
yeah, no, I, Alex has got fine powers now with how they've kind of expanded his G powers that he can kind of do. It's almost like telekinesis. So he actually, on some levels, takes some of the invisible women. I think, I think, there. no, yeah, I think he would kind of do the invisible woman's type of role, like, right, like uh, the long range and like he can do some shielding, right? If I'm remembering, yes, yeah, he can do like shields and he can fly. He can fly the people who can't fly. Um, Valor, uh, Val on my team would be basically the Mr. Fantastic replacement. She'd be all the gadgets and whatnot. And also yeah. she'd be the one that Frank has to remember, uh, remind, like, you know, we're, we're good guys <laughs> type every once in a while. And um, Franklin would be the cod on the team. I don't know. Of course there were. Well, yeah. yeah. See, the thing is, the thing is, you. I don't know how you would balance it because you'd almost have to make it like a uh, a cosmic team in order for it to be balanced with with Franklin on the team. Ooh, here you go. Here's what Fantastic Four is in the future. The Fantastic Four is the new Guardians of the Galaxy. Well, I can deal with that. I can deal with that. If we're doing that, if we're making them cosmic, I have a different idea. <laughs> so, all right. So. Bring so it. for cosmic, uh, for cosmic, if Franklin, Franklin, of course, he'd be the team, team leader, kind of. Um, mm-hmm. We would have Val because I just love their inner connection and stuff. Uh, we'd have Val. We'd have Groot on the team. Like a, like a, we'd have Groot. Um, I think. See, I'm trying to balance out the team because, like, cosmic stuff is like kind of harder to place <laughs> um without just i still i still like the idea of, of just you know reaching the future there and having uh whoever ben Grimm's child is or or here you go here's another if we're going to go cosmic a long lost sibling or a long lost child from one of johnny storm's dalliances oh with a cosmic entity yeah yeah or because because uh, he used to date uh, one of the heralds of Galactus. Yeah, no, Frankie Frankie Ray. Yeah, Frankie you know Ray. What? We could just make it Frankie Ray because she could live forever. <laughs> she could be the human. I like the idea of of an unknown child. Unknown tri- oh, unknown child. Yeah, you can do that. And then you would have a unknown child. You would have Johnny. a melding of the original Human Torch with the new and Human some Torch cosmic entity. And some well, the, you know, the original Human Torch is the reason why she's. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. You're yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, like, uh, this, okay. So here's here's a thing that uh, we we're a little along in the tooth at the moment, but just a bit, and we we've totally broken your format with. Well, I I will break format. I will break format for characters <laughs> that because, like, honestly, like with Franklin, it's kind of hard to go through a lot of his stuff. Like, I think the only time he has like a solid storyline is when he was like working with Power Pack. Oh yeah, yeah. It's you can see the through line with yeah, Power Pack, and like I said, right now we're walking through those those pieces of the storyline. We're we're seeing his powers grow. For God's sakes, he saved Santa Claus in an episode, yeah. which that's going to be coming up pretty soon because you just covered a Christmas, I mean a Thanksgiving issue, right? Yes, uh, that's actually okay. The weird thing is, is like we're so far ahead of ones we've recorded and I'm preparing for other ones. So it's trying to remember where that was. Oh, I know where it was. It's going to be the next episode we go out. It's uh, issue number 20 with the new mutants. He's got a one page panel where he's out uh, shopping with 
Jarvis and they're about to cross the street and they see a mall Santa about to get hit by a car and he pulls out and saves Santa Claus. So because he's a good, good boy. Oh, he's a such a great boy. Um, so yeah, this is this is a little long in the tooth. It doesn't exactly like like, but yeah, he he doesn't have a lot of like a through line. Um, no. And um, I think if he wasn't in Power Pack at the time, he probably wouldn't have been in this book. He would have been in the book because he does have a big. Oh. He still has a big presence. Oh, you know, in Fantastic you know, Four. No, he has a big time. presence in Fantastic Four. Yeah. Yeah, but like, but he would be he would be listed in the R's instead. Yes, he would not be listed as as Tattletale because because the picture that you see on that page of Franklin Richards in that uniform that is a Power Pack uniform. Yes, that is not his father's uniform. That is a Power Pack uniform. So, um, but yeah, so I do think, but I do like this character a lot. I wonder what they're going to actually do in the future. I think Hickman actually kind of made it more Hickman and Fraction actually made it more um made the thing that a lot of people just kind of covered up after the power pack run because like because like he kind of didn't show up a lot like he did he does show up for like like he showed up in the onslaught uh thing where he basically is just like hey all those characters that i like are actually in a pocket dimension Yeah, but like he only really shows up for like big events for a long time to kind of be a Deus Ex Machina, or well, actually no, just the Deus, I guess the Deus of it. Then no, no, he is the God in the machine. Oh, I... and he's also the machine. Yeah, and the God, and this whole thing. But <laughs> but like but like but like Kickman and Fraction actually did something where like they made him like they they allowed him to grow up and become a thing. Like yeah. as as a character, <laughs> which is good. Now I'm I'm going to be honest with you that when I was a kid and I was reading Power Pack at the time, I did not like Franklin Richards. I I just like who is this kid? He's not one of the Power Pack. He's just a separate kid here, and, and I didn't really get it. Now as I grew up older and kind of saw you know who Franklin was and kind of got a bit more of a background, I did develop more of a respect for him and especially now that i'm going back through my current read through and podcast on power pack i have a lot more respect for the character and i like what they do with him in the story especially as kind of a foil to katie power and kind of the buddy buddy chummy chummy he has with jack power it's it's much more interesting and how they've really expanded the character and used him in interesting ways and going forward in the future and where he's at now, he's become a better character for me. Oh, no, I thought of the the last character I'd won on the team. She-Hulk's daughter. Who's the father? Hmm. I'm definitely not saying Juggernaut. <laughs> so, definitely not saying that. Hang on a second here. <laughs> um, I don't know, but I'd be interesting if you could maybe okay. have a Hulk with okay. a power. No, no. Here, yes, different power. Here we go. I don't know where this came from, except for that there is a connection, and I think you'll see it. Weirdest thing in the world. Uh, Jennifer Walters hooks up with another attorney, and uh, uh, and Jennifer Murdoch. Uh, she has a child, and <laughs> you have gamma rays, and you have chemicals, and you have somebody that's got super super strength and heightened senses. I don't know what that looks like, but. Here you go. And also, uh, they have a law degree. 
Yeah, because because when lawyers make babies with each other, they automatically get a law degree. Exactly. It comes with a deal. Part of the placenta. Uh, you can cut that. <laughs> so I don't so I don't know who the father would be, but it would be someone interesting. Who I I like the Daredevil thought. That was yeah. that I uh, like I don't I don't see them wanting to get together too much. That's what makes it fun. Like <laughs> She-Hulk is too fun loving to be with like very dour Catholic guilt filled. <laughs> and I think and I think that that brings out Matt Murdock. I can see it happening. On that bombshell. On that, yes. On that on that very cheesecakey cover. Um <laughs> I think we're pretty much done. Um, so yeah, so he showed up. Well, I, we talked about this issue many times already, um, but he showed up in Fantastic Four Annual Number Six. Wait, yeah, Number Six. Uh, Let there be life, and it's a um, Jack Kirby, Jack Kirby, Stan Lee joint. Uh, where the Invisible Woman is found out to be pregnant, basically. No, no, sorry. This is be after. That's fifth. Sorry. Um. Yeah. Yeah. She. He was born basically. Uh. During this, and um, when th- it's more like the Fantastic Three is whenever she was uh sidelined because uh-huh. she was a pregnant woman who was still called the Invisible Girl, and they had to get like cosmic cosmic energy or negative energy. Uh, to like basically make it to where she doesn't die in childbirth. It's kind of funny. I I never realized before. I I just didn't put it together. But I didn't realize that he was created by Stanley and Jack Kirby. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Just to add another level of legacy to the character. Yeah. <clears throat> so he's been a pretty long-standing character that's been kind of held back a lot, honestly. You know, he looks pretty darn good for a teenage boy that was born in 1968. Yep. Pretty good. <laughs> so um i think we're pretty much done i'm sorry if that was rambling into inside baseball and stuff but honestly uh, uh i don't know i don't feel like breaking them down i like them as he is it's, it's it's your show it's your rules we play your baseball my friend exactly and my baseball is very slow and and not that good because i'm a very bad pitcher and batter <laughs> There's no strikes, and we all pitch underhanded. <laughs> oh, I'm pretty sure I got a couple of strikes in this one here, but it might have been one or two underhanded comments as well, but that's all right. It's all right. So, uh, what are your plugs? Well, I am the better half of the Jeff and Rick Presents podcast network. <laughs> uh, we do one show right now called Unpacking the Power of Power Pack, where we talk about Power Pack and Guess who's also in Power Pack in some of the issues? This lovely boy called Franklin Richards. You can find Unpacking the Power Pack wherever you find your podcast. Please come and listen to us. We have a good time. We talk about these funny kids, and we also drink beer. So check us out. Jeff and Rick, Jeff and Rick present Unpacking the Power of Power Pack. So uh, my name is Jesse. I have another podcast called Creepy Critters. If you want to see my little cryptic cat, with he has four thumbs, uh, you can go to... Uh, at Marvelous Mooch on Instagram. And while you're there, you might as well go over to the Instagram on for this podcast at Alphabet Flight, which is also the name of the Twitter. And that will uh, provide you with the pictures of the people we are talking about. 
Oh yeah, I forgot to say one thing. Uh, he totally. Oh, I forgot to say. No, he totally. Uh, he totally just gets rid of Mephisto, just like on his own when he was hassling <laughs> some people. There, there's one other thing I was going to mention too, and I know it's afterwards, and you can do whatever you want with this, but. If you want to see an alternate version of Franklin Richards, I highly, highly recommend Mark Sumerak's Son of a Genius. Oh, I forgot to say the all-age comics is so good. Yes. The all-age comics of Mar- of of Franklin Richards' Son of a Genius, it's basically the best way to describe it. It's uh, Calvin and Hobbes with... Calvin being Franklin Richards and Hobbes being his robot Herbie that's going to go around and try to get him out of all the messes he's in. It's it's hilarious, it's funny, and it's it's a real good easy way into into this universe and into this character. It doesn't have any of his wacky powers. It just has him being a mischievous kid whose father is a genius who's got all these cool toys. And also actively is just like, now, now, son, I'm doing something important while he while, while his kid is walking away with a laser gun. <laughs> so, yes. Um, it's a riot. I highly recommend it. Please listen to Prince Namor and don't toot that horn. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.